Okay, we're going to be summarizing now the din of Nemanus Yisrael, which we were learning the past few weeks and afternoons. You had the two big booklets on the topic, and that's what we're going to be just going through a quick summary. I'm not uh, giving any big tradition. And the mice, how, what comes out of what we learned. The main sources are Simikufites, the beginning of Yichashchita, and uh, what I pointed out to you at Al-Tarebis and Hilchashchita and other places regarding Nemans. Shulchan Aruch says someone who's chashud, there's a chashad on him that he eats himself, dvarim asurim, things that are asur, whether it's asur midirais or asur midirisayifrim, you can't rely on him, the Nasi Kelim right away says what does mean you can't rely on him, you can't buy from him, and uh, unless you can't buy from anything that he's chashud on it. That is the Shulchan Aruch. The Mashmoos al Terebe is like the Rambam. It's not enough that he's not Chashud. Also has to be that he has a special Cheskas Kashus. Muchzok Bekashus. What does Muchzok Bekashus mean? The al Terebe brings you the... That, that, uh, he brings the Lashon of the Besiyasev that everybody knows. Yoidimu Makirim Shuadam Kashur. He's known to be... To have a specific Cheskas Kashus. And then he has that cheskas kashos that is enough that you could rely on him to buy from him things. That the guy, just because he's not chosh, or just because he, he is, he's not innocent until proven guilty, rather he has to be able to prove his, his uh, that he has a cheskas kashos before starting to be, before you could buy anything from him. And this is especially if a person doesn't buy from one specific Rashaykh Dal Tab talks about doesn't buy from one specific person, buys from a, from a bunch of people and sells. In such a scenario, you definitely have to have this specific special Cheskas Kashus. One of the examples of somebody who loses a Cheskas Kashus that Al Tarebe brings, a very common example in those days, was somebody who was Masig Sheikh, it was Masig he went to a place where it's not his job to be shaykhet. Then the shachtim had, they were shachtim for town, and they had a salary from the town. He went there as masikvul. So even though his all shchitas are be'etzim kosher, there's no chashad on him that he's ma'achal nevelas atreifas. The fact that he went in such a thing made him lose his special cheskas kashas, and therefore he's no longer trusted blankly for that. Now, if a person is not chashud for selling treif, he's only chashud for eating treif, then you could, can't eat in his house, obviously, but you could buy from him. What's the definition of a chashad? The Shachonar, by the way, tells you if he has, uh, it says if somebody is nechshad on one specific thing, he's only chashud for that specific thing, you can't buy from that specific thing. And, for example, if someone's nechshad on chalev, then you can't buy from him any kind of fat, because you don't know if it's chalev or not. But you could buy something else. That's food. If he brings people to buy food from him, he has incentives to get people to come to the store, and you make a knas to, to eliminate his incentives also. So that way he's not going to bring people to buy from him. Now, what does it mean that he is, that he's not nechshad 
that if he's chashed on one thing, is not is not a problem for other things. Al Terebe right away tells you in Ilchashchite, Kuntasachin, that it means lahoid. Two places in Kuntasachin, two places Al Terebe mentions it, that the nechshad, the loy nechshad on other things, only lahoid to, to say that something is to to, to be made, but. Um, or testify something is fine. But if there is any reason why he would have to be, to do extra work, Yitrach, he's going to have to have more Tirche, which is a concept that's going to come across. If this person who is not trusted for something is now going to have to do something which needs more work on his part to make it kosher, he's not trusted even on something else. That no, Le'inachshah is only the Hoyt, but when it comes to something, he doesn't have a blanket um, uh, lack of Chashad on anything else. Why? For a simple reason. Being that we know that he has kalos das, and he's not so serious about it, we, are, we don't trust him that he's going to put the time and effort to do the thing properly. The example of Tereb is talking about checking the knife. He's going to check the knife quickly, and he's going to say, okay, well, whatever, it's good. He's not going to actually go slowly the way he's supposed to. So he's not trusted on that. Now, that is when it comes to, it means when he has his nechshad and one thing, could he be trusted for something else on which he was not nechshad? So even then, if it's something else which has more work involved, or something which entails that he's going to have to work harder or go further, he's, not, he's still not trusted. He doesn't have that trust anymore. If somebody is nechshad, somebody is nechshad on something which is a chomor, a, a serious aveda, he is also nechshad on something which is a lighter in the same category, has a smaller as a smaller punishment. Why? Because you look at a person, if he doesn't care about the big punishment, why should he care about the small punishment? If he's nechshad on something which is a is kares, the marshal, and then it comes to food, and, and then he's something else, which is Malchus, and we say, if he doesn't care about the serious one, if he doesn't care about the, the smaller one, unless it is something which everybody's machmeran. If it's something which you know that everybody is nizhar on this uh, serious thing, it's across the board that nobody touches it, but on the, on the lighter thing, people are not so strict. So the fact that he's nechshad on the Dovr Chamur doesn't make him nechshad on the Dovr Only when the Dovr Chamur is, 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 uh, is nice, something which is just see, he doesn't care about the punishment. So you see, he doesn't care about the other punishment either. Now, if it's something where the minig is, minig, it's not, it's not a minig opitaire, but the common custom among the people in town is to be makel in it. Because they don't feel it's an iser, for whatever reason it is. He is not considered, it's not considered, doesn't, doesn't make him into a nechshad on other things, even though it's a serious iser, and this could be a lighter iser. The fact that he's that this serious thing, nobody or a lot of people are not makbar on it, that removes that the fact that a lot of people don't do it is enough of a of a reason that he should be can't trust him for that specific thing. For obviously you can't trust him always not makbar, but it doesn't mean that on something which is less of a isur, he is not trusted anymore. Now, if 
a person, the al mentions, if a person does an Aveda one time, even a serious Aveda, and a very serious Aveda, but the reason is, or serious infraction in Kashas, but the reason why he's doing it, we say he only did it one time, we say Yitzri Takfoy. Yitzhara took control of him, he didn't think about what he was doing, and therefore, he is doesn't lose, doesn't become nechshad on, on, on lighter things. If it only happens, if it only happens once. But on that specific thing, obviously he's no longer trusted. Because for the same reason. The trust, the moment you botch up on one thing, you're not trusted on that thing anymore unless until it gets fixed. What's the example? If somebody sells Varamasurim, the first thing you, the, 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 the local Chalim put, put a nidr on him, they remove him from his position, and he has to go somewhere else and prove himself in other aspects of Judaism, and then, and then the, by doing tshuva, and that shows, then he could be maybe brought back onto, into his role. But that is if he made he sold Dvorim uh, Asurim without maybe it was uh, we don't know if Shaykh Gamez if he sold Dvorim Asurim what happens if somebody sells Trefa meat and we know based on his actions that the reason he's doing it is because he has an intention to be martial others he's not because of uh, we know that he has a specific intention the way he's doing it is because he wants to be martial other people then you get rid of him and he has no, it's very hard to, to, to bring such a person back to have the same, the same chazaka that he had before. If he did it b'shoigig, it's not enough to just say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. He still has to do tshuva, like we said before, get removed from his post. The f- ah? No. It's other people. Go move to the next thing. Machshul other people, b'kavon is one thing. Move to the next thing. B'shoigig, sol shulchanach. It's not enough that he says... I did not, I'm sorry I made a mistake, that's not enough to fix and to, to, to go back to being no longer nechshad on it, starts to tshuva. If somebody made a mistake because of a lack of knowledge, let him go learn. That's not enough of a reason to say that he is not nechshad. You're nechshad, but you made a mistake, you didn't know, go learn. When you finish learning, come and we'll discuss it again. The Al-Tarebbe points out something interesting. These things apply only when there is no issue of chimud mamoin. When there is a financial incentive involved. When there is a financial incentive involved, a shoigig could be at times considered like a mazet that he would have to do a more serious tshuva. It's Kuntasachan also in, in, uh, in Simon Beis. That means the fact that a person is going to tell you that he was a shoigig is not enough to treat him as a person who's a shoigig because there's a financial incentive, chimud moment, he is making more money off the deal, and therefore the moment money gets involved, his, the trustworthiness of a person is harder to repair, and we, we consider him almost like amazed. All this is about Nechshad. Right? We discussed that this is all based on Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch goes based on Nechshad. Al-Tarebbe says he needs a special Cheskas Kashas. And we said what the Cheskas Kashas is. What happens if somebody made a mistake once? 
He was shoigig, he made a mistake once. So yes, he has to be removed from his post until he does tshuva, etc. So according to Shulchan Aruch, it's simple. He's not nechshad. He's no longer, we remove the chashad from him. When he loses tshuva, he'll be back. According to Al-Tarebbe, what's going to be there? What's going to be, does he lose his cheskas kashtos or not? That's what Tzemach Tzedek mentions, that he does not lose his special cheskas kashtos because he made one mistake. Even if it's a little bit of a pshia, kitzas pshia, and a shaykhet, which was not so careful, he still did not lose completely his special cheskas kashtos. What kind of things? If somebody did something, the Tzemach Tzedek has different shuvah, if somebody did something which is asr, but the isr is only mishum maris ayin, it's not a general isr, it's not something which is asr medina, it's asr only mishum maris ayin, so then shuvah does help, he does shuvah, and he goes back to his role, he doesn't have to leave town and uh, remove him from his, from his role and everything. So what happens when you have somebody who is choshed? or according to the Alter Rebbe, if he doesn't have a specific cheskas kashos that you need to buy from him. How could you buy something from him? So only if he tells you that he bought it from mumche ploini, from a specific person that is trusted. Because then he's not going to, you're not choshesh, he's going to lie to you. Because you could, he could, you could check up on him. The mumche is here, you go, you ask the mumche, did you sell to this guy? Then you could then you could rely on it. That is in general the dinim of Khashud. These are all people who are from who are nechsha on a specific thing and they're not trusting that specific thing. When could you fix it? When you go back on it, when not. You know, you could fix it or not. Now we're going to move to the, that was the first part of the topic. We're going to move to the next topic, which is Mumar. A Mumar has different categories. You have a person, if somebody's a Mumar L'Tayoven, a Mumar L'Tayoven, we said, is somebody who does something because he enjoys it. But if kosher would be available for the same quality, same price, same easy, easy to get to, he would go with a kosher. So also him, he is only not trusted for that specific thing that he is a mumara. When is he trusted? When it's a very small tirche and he's going to be scared if they ask him where it comes from. Al-Tareb brings the example of a shaykhet. He says the specific person shechted the check the knives for me. So over there, if, he's, if you know that the mumche is, is it's a, it's a short walk to the mumche, or, or that it's, uh, it's not so much work, he's trusted. The definition of Lateyavim, which we said that he does it um, for, for because he enjoys it, not because he wants to go against the Eibishter, Al-Tarebbe describes in Hilchaz Niski Guf, he has a definition, he says, Somebody who does it when Yitzray talk for you. He doesn't do it always. It's not something which he does on a regular basis. So he has a oven. He's a mumer. He does it whenever he has a... When there's no kosher meat, he goes and buys tray for meat. 
But somebody who always does it, even if you're only doing it l'tayoven without any intention l'hachis, is not considered anymore a mumer l'tayoven. The fact that you do this on a on a uh, on a uh, let's say even if there will be kosher meat, but the oven he decided that trefer is better. He'll buy the trefer one. That in such a scenario he is not. We don't say you talk for. He made an intentional determination that he's going to violate to violate this mitzvah, and he falls no longer falls to the category of mumer l'tiyavon. Now, when is this mumer l'tiyavon? We said that he's sometimes he is trusted when when it's a small amount of work. And he's, there's a, there's a, he's scared if they're going to ask him. It's also only when the kosher and the treif are always the same price, are, are always the kosher is always available at a cheap price, and that day was also available for a cheap price. Otherwise, he is again not trusted. And the chatchila, he's only trusted if he has a oymed al gabav the whole time. Somebody who is trusted, who's checking before beginning and. That's the mumr l'tiyavon. The mumr l'hachis, even a mumr l'hachis on one thing, even if he only did it one time l'hachis, he's considered like a guy and he has zero nemanus on that specific thing. On the mumr l'hachis on everything, one aveda, he does mumr l'hachis on one thing, one time l'hachis. The Rebbe adds one time in Niske Guf. He's considered a mumer l'hachis, and he's not trusted for anything. He's dinik goy. Goy is not trusted for anything. Mumer tavaydezare, also, even if it's only one time, bemazed, in hiding, he is considered like a goy, and he has no nemanus. And it doesn't have to be l'hachis. Could be even the teyoven, as long as it's bemezid, avidazare. Then even if it's betzine, it's already lose all your nemanus. You become like a goy. Chil Shabbos also one time bemezid is enough to make a person into a category of a goy. However, over there has to be farhesia. What does the farhesia mean? Al Tareb explains it's being in front of ten people, or that it's known, or that he knows it's going to become known. Once he knows it's going to become known, it's already, or it's, or it's famous, he falls into that category even if he only did it once. Al-Tarebun adds, even if it's something which he did, not Medaraisa, just shtickle still it was in the but there it's even, even something which is Medarabonon. But something which is a rabbanon only if he's if he does it on a regular basis, not again. Because we went before, if somebody does only one time something, we don't all the way knock him out. But if it's bemezid and something which is uh, which is going to do, on a, which he does on a common basis, and even uh, even a few uh, a small amount of times already makes him a mumer for. Uh, for 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 Chil Shabbos and therefore he is not no longer trusted. And Mumer lechol Atayra. Now the Rebbe says in Kuntasach Rubik Kuloi. This doesn't have to be all the six hundred and thirteen, but even if it's just the majority of them, 
it's also, even if it's only the oven, he is, he's not Neman on anything, he's also like a Goy. What happens if somebody who doesn't believe in Teresh but does believe in Teresh Shabbat So on things which are written in Teresh Shabbat like Shechita, he's trusted. As long as there's somebody who's Emid al Gabov, so I'll tell everybody Shechita, for example, someone's Emid al Gabov, it's fine. There are certain things which a Gemara Chachamim define that somebody who does them is not Pekaris. Little things. Yeah, the world looks at it as a little thing. Mevazat Tamat Chacham is one of those things. And it's considered Apikaitis. Al-Tarebbe says they are still trusted. Why? Because in their eyes, it's a small thing in Stam Chutzpah. And therefore, just because they violated this one, they are not considered Nechshad on everything else. That is when it comes to a Mumar. So we have a Chashud on a specific thing, but the Frumi, the Mumar. Now move to Tinek Shanishba. Tinek Shanishba is mentioned in Al Terebe. The definition of it is mentioned really only in one place, in Hilchis. I only saw it in Hilchis Ribis. Clearly written over there. Hilchis Ribis is a discussion which person is, becomes like a guy that you could lend him money with interest. So, in, if I intest, the Al Terebe over there says that if you have a Mumeris, which got married to a goy and had a child. So this child is the son of a Jewish mother. This is a tunic shenishba. And Al Tarebbe says the einoi doymel a mumer is not compared to a mumer. Why? Because a mumer yedayari boy noimus kavan limited boy. A mumer knows the avishter and has the intention, goes in intention to go against the avishter. But this one doesn't know. Ah, you're going to say, afterwards he found out that he's a Yid. And after he found out that he's a Yid, he went and he saw how the Yidin behaved. So he had an option of learning. Still, he's needing like an Onus. He's Onus, he's considering Shishpa, and because he grew up or was surrounded by the Goyim, on their religion. Then al Tarebbe discusses the Yid of Karoyim, which also, they don't believe in Teresh Shabbat It's also, al Terebe brings two opinions about Karoim, whether they are considered like Tinek that just because their parents educated them wrong or not. But what al Terebe says about the Tinek Shanishba, the son of a, of a Mumeres and a Goy, that just because, that, that the fact that he grew up around Goyim, even though afterwards he found out he's a Yidin, he went around Yidin, he still considered the onus. That happens to be a quote from the Dalke regarding regarding Koroid. Right, so these are pretty much the categories of, of, of Yidin when it comes to if they could be trusted on certain things. So where does this leave us? Practical, on the practical level. Today, you can still find Mumorim, Mahachis, Lutayoven, or if they have a desert, it's hard to find. Machale Shah is a little easier to find. Still, the majority of Yidin that you're going to encounter from Machale Shabbos are not going to be from the Mumor type, they're going to be from the Tinek Shanishba type. Now, the Tinek Shanishba that the Rebbe discusses that they grew up in Mongolian. 
but more similar to those who grew up among the Karoim, according to one shit that Al-Tarev brings, the first shit that they are, one of the shit is that they are considered kosher. What does kosher mean? The kosher Yidin obviously doesn't mean that they could be trusted on the thing that they are violating. But if it's, because we, when we mentioned before, we say that a mumal chil Shabbos is that Eskigoyin has zero nemanus and everything else. Mashenkin, if it's a different Aveda, he's only mumar, he's only not trusted for that specific thing. So if you have a Yid, who's a Mechal Shabbos, today, this Gedu is a Tunic Shanishba, like most of them are. And Shabbos, he's not up to keeping Shabbos. They're Mechal of him, you know, he goes through some of the, some of the things he is. But he is Makhbid fully in the kosher kitchen. He has two separate kitchens. He only buys meat from you. You know, all the meat in his house or in the store. Everything. If the only issue is because of chashad, then he is, you don't have the, he's no longer, he's, since he's not a mumer, the chil Shabbos, because he's not a mumer, he's in Tinnik Shnishba, so he fall, he, he's not anymore in the category of somebody who loses completely his imanus. Some nemanus he has on on kashas. Obviously, it doesn't work according to Mashmos Al Tereb. It needs a special cheskas kashas for you do of a kashas neman. But according to Shulchan Aruch, it should be it would be enough to be able to buy from him. Now, where is? But there are other things. If someone is nechshel in one thing, you can't trust him on that specific category. If someone's not nechshan on something, is nechshan on something else, something which is more chamas, which is more kal, could you trust, could you not trust? Today, you don't buy anything essentially without a hechshar, unless you go to a butcher store, then you have to rely on the, a lot of times you have to rely on the owners to a certain degree, because, no, because the chickens come without, without a label on them. Usually you're going with hechshayim. So when you deal with hechshayim, you have to see which ones, what's, what's each one is. If you have a hechsher which you know is makhbid on something, you could rely on them. They have a special cheskas kashas. Now, just because the rava makhshir is known to be, has a, cheskas, has a special cheskas kashas, is known to be a odom, yerei shamayim, and uh, all the definitions that al Rebbe brings in Kuntar Sachrin, including that, uh, his, his, his behavior and everything else, doesn't mean that it filters down all the way to the lower levels of the Ashgach. <coughs> the Mashgichim, Lavdafke, are the same, have the same Cheskas Kashus. They might not be Nechshad because you just don't know who they are. So how could be Choshin somebody you don't know who he is? You have no way of knowing if he's Nechshad or not. He's a Suffolk, Suffolk no, but doesn't have a specific Cheskas Kashus. So when you have somebody who has a cheskas kashas who's oymed al you have a proper control of what's happening, and you know this hash has a proper control system, that you know from where, from the beginning, from the person who you do trust, he has a tight control on the people under him, so then you could trust him for the things that he's makhpid on. If he's not makhpid on something, in one category, you can't trust him on the same category. Fehechshir is not makhbit, for example, what are the examples that are brought in Shulchan Aruch? It's wine, fish, meat, 
milk, right? The four examples pretty much the, brought in the, the Rambam brings the four examples. So if you have a hechsha that you know is not so makped on fish the way they should be makped, and they found ways to circumvent the Shulchan Aruch, whether it is because they don't properly check the... they don't have somebody checking the skin, that's in, before you learn Hilchus uh, Melichet, is about the halachas of fish, and they have there about which which fish you could catch without checking. Fish, you have to see the skin, etc. If he's not, if, if person, if, if a hechsher is known to not have standards when it comes to that, to that department, department of fish, you can't trust them even when they, a fish which they do check. Because being that they have a kalus, kalus das, on that specific topic in one aspect, what's going to make you think that they're going to be strict when they have to be strict, even according to their own opinions, their own standards. Their own standards are that uh, certain fish you could rely on the chazokas because fish go in families. That's what, especially during Corona, they relied on it. And I think some them just by Yad they realized that during Corona they got away with it, they could continue after Corona also. And uh, you don't have to. They rely on chazokas. What's a chazok? A chazok is that you have 10,000 fish of one kind going in the same direction. The chayr and all the fish are going to join the family. It's a chazok. You also have the other side of the chazok. The fish are probably scared of the hechsher. They're not going to join the path that's going under this hechsher. But HaShokhanor doesn't rely on this chazok. What are you going to do? So how can you, you can't trust such a hechsher? You have to know why? It's a simple shukhanaruch. He's nechshed on this specific thing. You can't trust him on the same category. Same thing is going to apply to milk. And then milk is even more. Because milk is something which they consider mutter. If it's something which is Yitzrayan, so you're going to say he knows it's wrong. Maybe he'll be chuvin. Something which he decided is mutter, shukhanaruch says it's also. You have a problem. Because when he's going to do something which is kosher, you have a problem with that, you're not going to be trusted. If he gives a hechsher on chal of akum, or chal of trefa, today it's usually the same thing, then, in a lot of places, then Lavdafki could rely on them for chal of Yisrael. What are you making faces? Huh? They don't do chal of akum. I'm not discussing specific Hashem. I'm not discussing specific Hashem. I'm on camera. I can't discuss specific Hashem. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you consider Hashem as a company? Why do you consider the individual Mashgiach? Mashgiach is answerable to the company. They're answerable to the Hashem. The Hashem does whatever the Amid al tells him to do or tells him not to do. All, all the Hashem things go through a specific Mashgiach. So he's not. Goes, but, uh, why he's not Naaman? He's he not. That's no, because if it's going to be an issue with kashering, he's going to call the, the headquarters and they're going to tell him, okay, uh, anyways, uh, we hold it, that's motor. Just take a bottle, like I, I saw them, kashering a specific uh, place uh, under good heksha. Well, one of the big heksha. They took a bottle of dish soap and uh, sprayed it on the, on the inside of the pot and then hose it with hot water. It's pogum, right? I dish soap is really lachila. Not only lachila skelev, lachila b'nei adam also. If you're over a certain age, you got dish soap in your mouth. So, it's a, it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a, it doesn't work. Like why? Because they don't care. 
why does the associate, if you want to call that chazaka, that they have a policy and they stick to their policy in everything? Because they lost their nemanas. If he's nechshad on one thing, he's not trusted on the same category elsewhere. He's neman to follow his policies, and the policies were made by him, and he decides when to bend his policies for his thing. Because it's chimud moment, not the chimud moment that Alter Rebbe mentions. Chimud moment is even stricter; it's much stronger than that. So you have chimud moment, and you have you're not trusting something. We're going to do. You have meat. You have the same thing. Wines, if they have, uh, if they rely on certain things that you don't rely on, you also have a problem. Can't rely on them. And this is all before you get into the Alter Rebbe. The Cheskes Kashes Miuched. This is only according to Shochanaruch. Basically, Shochanaruch would lay choshed according to the Raivet. Where is the Pasha Nechshad? Not only Nechshad. You see, the Poyal there is doing good. You see the the Hechshar on something which is according to Shochanaruch is not kosher. Nechshad is when you have a chashad that he's he's going to eat it himself. He's going to sell it. Or you're going to have a chashad. You see it. Could be it's a mummer with the oven. I don't know because they do it bemazed. They know it's wrong. They found a reason why to come in this way. But according to the Al Terebe, where it's mashma that you need a special cheskas kashos. Like I said before, you have to know either you have to know the mashgiach is, and the mashgiach is going to put his foot down and do what has to be done regardless of who is the person on top of him or the, you know that Ashgacha has tough standards and that the tough standards filter down all the way to the Mashgichim also because there are Echshedim which have good standards on paper but they don't have good enforcement not amazing. Uh, nobody's a mummer l'hachis it's all Either the Teyavan or B'Shayig or because they don't know all the categories that were mentioned. Either Yitzri Ansay, Chimud Momen. So yet, so they have Madisrov, if you rely on him. So you're going to go, you go up to Shemayim, and you got a shaygig, you ate, you relied on him. So, Fad, you're still going to have to be judged on that one, so you want to think about twice before doing that. So you want to trust somebody on something that he could be trusted on. When you have an owner of a place, yes, yeah, so that's what we're talking about, so let's finish that, move on to the next step. Now we have owner of a place. If you have an owner of a place who is has a specific has the cheskas kashrus, he's known to be a from yid, and he's known that he's never he's not Michael Trevis or anything like that. He has a good record, and you could you could rely on him. You could eat in this place. If he is doesn't have a specific cheskas kashrus, you have a problem. have to have definitely have to have a, some sort of control in it. If the person is not from, you have a much bigger problem. Because you have, he doesn't have nemanos for that specific thing. Unless, unless you're going to say it's a tinnik shenishba who you know that he's makped on kashas, in which case, according to Shulchan he will be fine. 
According to Shulchan Aruch, the way we understand what Tinnik Shnishba is according to the Alter Rebbe, yeah. Then he would be fine. Huh? A hechsher is not. So now, if you have a hechsher, so if you have a hechsher and you have an owner who's not up to par, so they have to have a mashgiach there. You have to have a mashgiach to make sure on all the problems that are going to that might occur. If a person is a mumer, it's worse. Just in a certain degree, a person who's mumer might sometimes be worse than a guy. A guy doesn't have an incentive to be machshel others. He doesn't know. Huh? But he doesn't know him. Right. Well, he has an incentive to be machshel. He has an incentive to be machshel. But it's not, we're not going to get into that. So if you have, you just have to make sure that there's a proper, either the person has a cheskas kashus, a special cheskas kashus, that Al-Terebbe defines as what's supposed to be the cheskas kashus, or there's an Oymid Al-Gabba who has a cheskas kashus, there's a mashgiach, who you could, who you could, uh, who you could rely on him. Same thing will apply, huh? What? Tinek Shanishba, he doesn't keep on kashas, but he's not, he is Shema Shabbos? Yeah. So it's the problem. The only issue with Shema Shabbos is that if you're, if you're a Dover Echad for Shabbos, you become a Kigoy, the whole of everything else. Someone Shema Shabbos and Shema is, is more for everything except for Shabbos and then the Vidazare. He's also mitzad rubi gikul. If he's not neman and kashas, neman. What's what nemanos you need on Shabbos? On Shabbos you don't have the issue of nemanos. What are you going to do? You can't eat at somebody's house who's shemesh Shabbos, but he's treif. It's not going to help you anything. Farket, that's a question. If it's a tinnikshin nishbun, the way you understand from al you could say that he's not going to fall into the category of a mumor for everything, that we make him like a mumor for everything, even though it's only for Chil Shabbos. But that's only if you go into that, to be medayik, and now that in Al-Tarebbe, and connect to Shulchan Aruch, and I'm not comfortable saying that as a, as a psak, but rather as a swara. No, but you have to know, why do you have to know this? Because if you're going to be in a specific situation, you're going to go eating in places, or you're going to be outside of New York and you're going to be eating in places, and uh, you have to know who you're eating by and what's the, what's, you have to categorize the person before being able to rely on them. The fact that somebody, you have to know who you're relying on. And remember that according to Al-Tarebi, you need to buy from somebody. To buy from somebody is not enough just the fact that he's not nechshat. seems like it's, whatever it looks, follows in the Rambam, that you have to have a special cheskas kashas. To buy from somebody is the same thing as the hechshar of somebody. Because you're relying on that person. When the Shekhanach talks about buying from somebody, it means the guy's a store owner. And he has a financial incentive and everything else. Today, that role becomes the cautious agency. The cautious agency is the one that you're relying on. Is the one that has the financial incentive also. So you have to make sure who you're relying on. And once you know who the cashless agency is, and you know if the Rav has, is known to be a, 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 a uh, has a special cashless cashless, you have to make sure that it filters down all the way down to the, throughout all the levels. And then you also have to think about the other aspect which I mentioned, which is if there is if it's nechshad on one thing, then you have to have a different, a different level of supervision. Maybe taka mashgech. The mashgech knows what he's doing, and he's 
is a hechsher which gives on chol vakum, but also gives on chol v'sron. The mashgiach and chol v'sron is a person you could trust that he's not going to cut corners, even though the hechsher on top of him thinks that chol vakum is ba'etzim kosher, and therefore they don't look at it like we look at it that it's completely treif. That you have to kasha kalim at two twelve the same way as if you put camel milk into the machine. Same same exact thing. If you put chol vakum into the machine, you also have to kasha the same exact way. There's no difference between pouring uh, it's pig soup down the machine or pouring chalvakum down the machine. For us, to, we have to cash it the same way. For other people, not. For them, it's a chumrah. So you have to be careful. You really have to. If the mashgiach is there and you can rely on him, then good. But to rely on the main people, if for them that is considered not the isser, then it's a problem. Because for you, it is considered the isser. Now, if you have something which is for you as a chumrah, yeah, not talking about chalavakum, something is for you as a chumrah. And for something, somebody else, it's not that the chumrah is not in the family. You can't rely on him. He's a kosher yid. He might have a full cheskas kashas. And you could, a special cheskas kashas. That you could eat from him a bunch of other things. But this thing, you can't. Because on this, he's not going your standards. How are you going to rely on him? What if it's, I mean, does the person have a... Huh? Then he has, but what happens in such a scenario? A person does have that chazaka. When it's a chumrah, a person has a cheskas kashas. You could trust him when he tells you, I did it according to your standards, if he knows what your standards are. Then you could trust him. If he's not nechshad on something which is asur, he's only nechshad, not nechshad, he just doesn't say, have the same family chumras as you, you could rely on him when he tells you, he has a full nemonis, he has the same nemonis, the cheskas kashas, you could, you could rely on him when he tells you, this I made without this product that you don't eat. That's fine. But not when it's something which is, which is a problem, according to Allah. So that is in short the summary of this topic, of uh, nemonis. <coughs> nemonis of a yid. The ones of a guy we didn't touch upon so much because everything that applies to Mumar Lahachis applies to Ayir, to Agoy, and the same didn't apply over there also. Pretty much. Because Bishulakum and Yain Nesach and everything else goes the same way. So, how do you solve the problem? What can you do? You have to have Aymed al Gabov, you have to have a Shemira. As we're going to discuss, it's come a time we're going to discuss what's considered the proper Shemira, the locks, what locks do you have to have? How to do it, huh? Um, what's considered a double lock, what's considered as a din of a camera. Sometimes a camera could be better than, a, than a, somebody who doesn't, who doesn't have such a good eyesight. But at least uh, there's more mirtas by camera sometimes than there is. When it's big things, there's mirtas by camera. The small things, you can't see a, a small thing in the camera. Because actually, today you could see everything. If you have the right cameras, you could see everything today. You could zoom in on the cameras and see what a person is holding in his hand. But we'll get to it at a different time. That's the end of this topic. The topic that you're studying now is now going into the... It's not direct, It's not, nothing to do with Nemanus, but it also has to do with cautious agencies. We'll get to that next time, next year. Either, the, either in two days from today, maybe on Wednesday, not Wednesday. Either we'll do it this week or we'll do it after Shuls.